0: nav
1: how's it going bud how you doing man i'm doing good i'm doing good
0: dude i've not seen you uh up until i saw you at the bar
1: yeah that was what two three weeks ago now i want to say
0: probably a little longer but yeah something like that um it all blends together now yeah so before that it's been seven eight years something like that right yeah
1: where do we work we worked at uh was one of those chicken places Yeah. Right? Was, we, we sold wings that's right that's one of those one of those high-end chicken factories yes uh Great, no, I hated yeah. that place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, so, gonna, so did I. So did I. Was I was gonna try to be nice about it, but
0: but no, man. Great to see you. Uh, that was a, a special surprise, and uh, Tipsy Chronicles is happy that you are joining us today.
1: Yeah, I'm glad. You know, it's one of those run-ins uh, that I think kind of happens when you work at a place like Austin, Texas, which is where nobody has a, a like a job job. You know, and it's like the kind of city where uh, Tuesday at 3 p.m. is going to be. Patio is full of people drinking margaritas and you're like yeah. Does no one have a fucking job in this city <laughs> and it turns out we do we all have the same job and yeah. we just are just constantly being let go or leaving and then someone else is moving to that bar and then we're going to a different bar and then they're going to a different bar and it's just one big family one yes. big uh you know some family in the ways that we love some of those people and uh, yeah can't really fucking stand some of those people
0: but you found you found a new family recently i did I mean, uh, recently enough compared to the amount about of time that? it's been since I've seen you. You're
1: talking about the raccoons that I found in the dumpster? Is that weird? No, that's that's um, another family. That's okay. that's, they've been real kind to me, I that's will good. Say. That's good. I uh, know. I mean, currently I'm working at, um, I guess I've been there about four years now. I'm working at uh, the Aloft Northwest um, Hotel. Okay. It's located by the Lake Line Alamo. Okay. Nice little spot. Uh, come see me. The bar, WXYZ bar. I'm there Wednesday through Saturday. So come check me out. Come get a drink. I'll... Uh, Get your first round. If you mention Tipsy Chronicles, you got a drink on me. So y'all hear that right out of the gate. You hear that? You're getting a plus for listening to this this podcast.
0: Oh man, thank you so much yeah, for that. Of
1: course, of course.
0: So you did that. You said you started during like the COVID era. Well, basically?
1: yeah, I, I started in August 2019, and um, I just left another place uh, working downtown. Then I moved up there, which works because I, I live up there. But I worked from August to March 17th, uh, 2020. Okay. And if we all remember, I'm sure if you're in the industry, you remember very well that that was the day that COVID basically shut down, Uh, I mean, you know, everything in the industry. And one thing that I, you know, however you might feel about our governor, the the, the kind of piece of shit move that he did was March 17th is St. Patrick's Day, remember? And he waited till noon on St. Patrick's Day to come on TV and make the announcements that all the bars and restaurants had to close. And I was like, do you know how many fucking limes are going in the trash right now? Like, that must have been like the great lime genocide yeah. of 2020. Because it's St. Patrick's Day. And you know, people are, they've been there since 9 a.m. You know, bartenders, they're up. Yeah, I, and Most of them probably hadn't been to sleep. And they're they're chopping those limes up. I can't imagine the amount of like just tossed produce that occurred. Why would you wait till noon on St. Patrick's Day? It's, it's just
0: make more of an impact that's just <laughs> yeah, how it rolls i guess yeah, it's
1: just piss off that's how he, that's how he rolls yeah very funny i'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put your fucking brakes on next time bro because yeah. <laughs> some real bullshit you know yeah there's people starving i don't know that they're, they're eating limes but i just feel like we should get rid of that many limes though yeah. so.
0: i mean at least food coloring doesn't expire
1: yeah that's true you know but you know it's weird early. when you're serving green beer and January 2021. <laughs> <laughs> At that point you got to wonder if it's the die or yeah. if it's something else. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, I'm glad you were able to to have a job that I mean, you still have it now, so that's super cool. Yeah, they um,
1: they kept me on the books um like I was the only uh person that was still like on their payroll. I guess it was technically they uh had a hiatus that's what they do TV shows but um um where they had put me aside. So it was like laid off kind of not technically fired. And they, they hit me back up around December 2020, and we got the thing up and rolling again, which was well, it was pretty awesome because they had a lot of uh, beers that were expired, but like by bu- by month, you know, so you can't hand out like, you know, Budweiser with a, an expired date on it. Not that it's going to, I mean, it's Budweiser it's going to taste that way forever, but I got to pay, take a bunch of those beers home and bring them home to a roommate. So I got to clear that cooler out. I was like, yeah, we can't sell this. Yeah, we can't sell this, this expired date on it. And you know, they're like, yeah, it makes sense. So I just loaded up the the car and Brought home a whole cooler, cooler full of beers. Came a good home, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and the roommates appreciated that. Oh, for, I'm sure, yeah, for sure, absolutely. You did. were definitely the uh, the favorite roomie at that point, <laughs> time. <right>?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And <laughs> it helped because I had not been paying rent. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Luckily, it was all good. Um, so from there, uh, just yeah, I've been in the industry. Long time. How long have you been working in the industry, actually? Oh, man. Like flipping um, out the script on you. Asking
0: yeah, me. I uh, I was born in this industry. I, my, my father taught me how to do uh, the inventory for, for booze when I was about six years old. Okay, nice. So he's um,
1: like, check how many beers are left in the fridge. Is, that, <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah.
0: So um, I, I learned how to play shuffleboard at a very young age. It was a lot of fun while he did some, did some counting. Nice. Okay. Um, so I started my first, legally, my first job. I was a, a busser barback at the age of 15. Okay. Um, it was a three story, a really cool spot. Like upstairs was kind of the, wasn't fine dining, but just nice dining.
1: Okay. And the, the second level floors were. It, yeah. it was like
0: a, a tavern. Kind of, but you could still have the same food from upstairs. And then downstairs was like the basement, Rathskeller. That's where they
1: like, kept like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. yeah so they're like, oh, yeah. You're not allowed to eat up here with the, the Richies. Got it. yep. yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> and then from there, uh, I moved over to a spot on a, a main street in Ellicott City uh, called Phoenix Emporium. Nice. Um, and that was a two story, that place been around forever. It's like a ghost town. Uh, a lot of. Uh,
1: and that was where again? That was what? In
0: Ellicott City, Maryland. Ellicott City,
1: Maryland. Yep. Okay.
0: Wow. Yep. But uh, that was a really cool spot. Um, I learned a lot there, and I worked there for a few years. I didn't serve very long. I was uh, I was bartending pretty early on. Nice. Um, so all in all, uh, I've never counted, but it's been well over uh, as long as you can remember, kind yeah, of it's thing. Been like twenty two years legally, I've been in this industry.
1: Oh, so you know, you're one of those people where it's it's always great for them to say, "Oh yeah, well you know when you get a real job and you're like, oh no, fucking yeah." I have a real job. I've, I've had a real job since I could work probably earlier than most people start working in, yeah. in that industry.
0: And the amount of hats you get to wear, um, behind the bar, I mean, Oh, for sure. It's, it's incredible.
1: You're, you're playing every game, you know, you're a therapist, you're a bouncer, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta count the money. You're an accountant. You're all, you're all the things, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep track of things. I, you know, I've, I've seen people who I, I want to say has, it's changed a little bit in our industry that I, I've seen, um, people go and look for other jobs and people recruiters will actually look for server experience or service industry experience. Cause they, they kind of understand now like how many things you have to do, like the amount of multitasking you're doing. I mean, you look like you're doing one thing, but you you know, you got 10 orders in your head, you know, that, that person's yelling at, yeah, that person needs to be cut off, you know, like that, that guy's getting kind of creepy. I need to get over there <laughs> now. And it's like, Oh, i got going to make this drink and that drink. And so I, I, I think, um, you know, especially during COVID too, when a lot of uh, service industry people went to kind of, you know, they're like, "I got time on my hands now. I'm gonna yeah. actually pursue something that I've been wanting to do." Not that we don't want to bartend, but um, I think our jobs are now kind of seeing that it's it's it doesn't it didn't look like it translated into what I guess a traditional job might be, but they're realizing we are uh, we we got what it takes. You know, yeah, we we are we are an asset.
0: Definitely, uh, especially if you learn patience.
1: Oh, you have, Not, to, and you—you. You, I mean, come on. Well, know.
0: there's. I mean, I've seen quite a few that are still around that still haven't learned. We
1: should be allowed months. to beat up one guest, customer a month, just to keep the a rest. Month. A month. What were you going to say? What did you think? I was going to go a year. Okay, all right. You know, I'll meet you halfway every yeah, six okay, months. Okay, two a year. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Just, just to keep the rest in line. Yeah. You know, because like you know, and I would say you should probably pick someone who deserves it, but maybe someone who doesn't, just yeah. so the rest go. Oh, well, I don't want to be. Yeah. You know, that's maybe be my P's and Q's in here. Mm-hmm. So. No, I like it. Every every six months. Yeah, any retail job. Too. That goes for people who like full clothes. You know, I'm, I'm talking like, you know, I'm going to say mall workers, but I don't think malls exist anymore. Yeah. like I show my age. Say, oh, you know those people that work at the mall. I don't... There's a couple malls around still, right? The mall yeah, of America. I think so. I you know, think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Minnesota, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah.
1: probably... If there's malls somewhere, it's... it's
0: yeah, <laughs> That's so, where it is. So you... Did you take a break from serving and bartending? Because I know for a while you were doing trivia and yeah, was, you're doing comedy as
1: well. Yes. Yes. Um, I would like to say I was doing well enough. at Either of those two have taken a break from bartending. Yeah. But um, no, that was just kind of one of those things. Um, you know, trivias tend to happen on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. And, uh, and so I would just have, you know, kind of a separate gig. Sometimes for the companies I was working for, like I was bartending for, or... Uh, just some uh, times like randomly as a, uh, not a consultant, but just a third party, party, third person party coming in and uh, being hired to do just a trivia. But that also you know really translates to um, you know service industry bartending as well because most of the places you're going to are bars or restaurants, and also you want to drink while you do it, so that's, <laughs> that also helps. Yeah, uh, just kind of be in the same vein uh, of all that. Um, and from the comedy aspect, I mean, I, I've been at the Velveeta Room since, which is downtown Sixth Street, by the way. I'll talk a little bit of old school um, Austin for a minute, if you will, because yeah. I think I, I think I started bartending there downtown in two thousand seven. I want to say, okay. which is what is that? How long is that? I don't want to. I can't do math. Is right it now. sixteen years? Oh my god, sixteen years back yes. when people were still drinking uh, Jaeger, Okay. Which, anybody out there listening, I just want to go ahead and put on record that if you're drinking Fernet, because that's that's a big thing, right? Is Fernet one of the big things? Yeah. Don't act like you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, all these people drinking Fernet, and like, me drinking Jaeger's, oh, oh, oh Jaeger, oh. it's like, Jaeger walks so Fernet could run, okay, because it's not any different. Like, you chill some Fournette, it tastes exactly the same, so don't act like you're better than me, because you're drinking the same. Got a fancy, I mean, Jaeger was a fancy name back then, too. So, Fernet <laughs> is a is the, is the big one. I also found this picture I wanted to Jaeger's
0: making a comeback, by the way. Is it? Is it coming back it around? I, believe it or not, about a week and a half ago, I saw a fucking commercial for Jaeger pop up on the TV. Yeah. And a commercial for Jaeger? Ye- com- wow. uh, uh, an actual okay. commercial. And I think that it's really going to start to come back, man.
1: I mean, it tastes exactly like Fernet. So, mm-hmm. I think once people realize that, they're going to... I think you're going to get a lot of people being like, Oh, I found this, I found a super cool drink no one knows about. It's Jager Man. It's it's better than Fernet." And then people are going to be like, "Oh," and then it's going to be the cool thing again. And be like, "I was drinking Bird. Yeah, you're back in the day." <laughs> like,
0: Do you think it's going to be like a like a Jameson and Tullamore Dew type thing? You think it's going to have that type of uh, a yeah? I
1: come back because Tullamore Dew is the big it's mm-hmm. the big whiskey right now. It's mm-hmm. like the the one, and yeah. which is it's a great whiskey um, for sure. But Jameson was definitely it was like that was the one yeah back in the day and. I think it's just it's just like you know style or anything. It gets burnt out, you know. It's gonna come back around, you know. Now people are gonna be wearing their chinkos again. They be drinking their Jagermeister. Yeah, I'm gonna feel right at home. I can't, I can't wait for uh, it. What photos you want to show? I was me. gonna show uh, this thing I found randomly, which is, is great because this is how we know the internet's always listening. But Malort is also like the big drink, right?
0: Charge three dollars for that at the bar. Three dollars like from okay.
1: Now I know why people are drinking it. So that makes sense. But I found this uh, Malort pie. Which, oh my you know, God, no, that's so fucked you up.
0: Yeah, you, you can send me that and I'll, I will, I'll put that I'll,
1: up. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> People just can't get enough of it so much. They're like, can I make this drink into a dessert? But Wow. I, I digress. I was uh, <laughs> working old school 6th Street. Um, yeah, back in 2007, back at the Velveeta room. I started comedy right there on 6th Street. So 6th Street always held a pretty special place in my heart. Just from starting telling jokes there. And then I, I, w- I worked at uh, P.F. Chang's down there for a hot minute and then went to, I can say the name of the bar I worked at, right?
0: As long as you're not talking shit about the bar or something horrific happens at the bar.
1: I would, I would just want to say it was just kind of a staple back then. So yeah. I want to say it's, it was pure ultra lounge So I worked there for a good, I would say four years as well. I made a great, I met a, that's where I started my, my, I want to say my bartending family as well, because I knew the people from treasure Island was right next to it. Yeah, You know, they had friends across the street. You had a uh, fuel, um man they had a the kiss and fly that opened up uh over there it's just there's it a certain uh companies that ran a, a bunch of uh certain bars and we kinda of all just knew each other we you know it's was a kind of a thing you know back and forth uh one person goes to one bar the person leaves the bar goes back to the other bar but um i remember when i first started at um at pure i started as a bar back there which is you know you want to kind of get the lay of a land on some place like that and I was getting real excited about uh, starting bartending and I was going to get an opportunity to uh, finally jump up there and go from bar back to bartending. I was so excited. It's an exciting,
0: exciting experience. It's the time, you know, you're Mm -hmm.
1: like, I'm ready. Like I'm ready for it. You know, I did the port test and everything and I had it down and uh, this guy, (laughs) when this guy comes in and he applies and he'd gone to the Texas School of Bartending. So he came in with his fancy certificate, you know, and (laughs) he's a good looking guy, tall. And I was like, yeah, I got it. And they're like, man, we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and put this guy in and we're going to give him a shot. And I was like, man, I get it. He's got his fancy degree (laughs) (laughs) because we all know how important to have that bartending degree is. Oh yeah. Right. So, um, it was the first, first night and he's, he's struggling and he is struggling. And when I say struggling, like people came in and asked for a Red Bull and vodka and he was like, he turns around to ask me. You know, of all people, I'm you know, I'm not going to back you up, dude. You just took my job. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he's like, Red Bull he's like, That's a shot, right? I was like, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what that is. You Damn. should. <laughs> he puts the you know he puts the liquor in the tin. He puts the Red Bull in the tin. He's shaking the Red Bull up in the tin with it. I'm like, Come on, man. Come on. Like what? That's rough. What's going on at this bartending school? Mm. And they're like, Don't don't you don't know, put carbonated something yeah, in the. Don't. Don't shake that. That thing's popping, yeah. over the place. It's opening up. He slides these two shots over this couple. They look at him like he's crazy, and we just kind of proceeded to do that for like the next hour. You know, him going back and forth, asking me drinks. You know, and I'm like, once again, man, like, come on, come on, dude. You had your fancy, you had do fancy little piece of paper. So I think an hour and a half into the shift, I think it was like Friday night. Boom, he's out. They're like, mm-hmm. you're fired. You're gone. Yeah. And I'm like Navarrete, you're up. And I'm like, let's fucking go. So that was the first, like, the first time I really got to bartend downtown, and yeah. and. I'm, sucks to suck, bro. But I don't know. You know, yeah. you can come in. And you know what you do. He'd come in. And he was slaying it. You know, I'm still bar back, and I'm still gonna help him out for sure. But it's cutthroat down there, man. You want a job? You know, definitely. People walk in. They're like, oh, you know, can I, can I apply here, or how do I get downtown? I'm like, dude, you gotta get your foot in the door. Yeah. Somehow, like a bar back, sweep sweep the floor if you have to, like, because mm-hmm. people are waiting in line, and people, know, everybody knows everybody. So yeah, you want one of those jobs? That's that's uh, gonna go. I'll
0: tell you something funny about uh someone that had that little piece of paper. On my end, I was working at this <laughs> this place and you you had to either know someone or be excellent to work at this place. You just, yeah. That's how it went. It's
1: just, yeah, it's the, the culture down there.
0: And we lost a pretty good amount of those rock stars at one point in time. Uh, there was just like a management change and some, you know, places go through that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we hired somebody on and um, she had that little piece of paper. And this is when Jameson had these specialty shot glasses and the line actually read... Two ounces instead of an ounce and a half.
1: Okay, so they're they're pushing it. They're like, yeah. they know what they're doing. They're yeah. like, let's get this, let's get this moving.
0: <laughs> and I don't remember exactly which way it went, but this piece of paper was challenging me on my count, and that it was completely wrong because it needs to go to the line or whatever. Oh, she's and like, I was like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, sweetie, like you, you probably don't want to go down that. You've
1: been practicing on it at yeah. two ounce. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, actually, uh, the, that bar uh, two ounce pour was the standard.
1: Oh, it was the standard. Oh um, man, it's old Austin. Honestly, yeah. I, love, I love that.
0: And uh, she flipped out, and I was like, "You really don't know what you're talking about," and I suggest you stop because if it's you versus me, yeah, you are gone. And uh, I wasn't even like a manager; I was just like their their head bartender type of guy.
1: But you don't want to walk into some place, start putting up curtains like just, yeah, take you know look at. Yeah. read the room read the room you know
0: so she was let go Uh um, very very shortly <laughs> after that best part is i got a call the next day from a friend of mine a few miles down the way and he goes hey this girl just applied said she worked at your bar and he gave me the name and he was like so what do you think and i was like that's a no
1: that's gonna be a no so yeah she came in and said that uh she got fired for being too good i, I don't know <laughs> just want to check with you guys
0: yeah <laughs> So that piece of paper apparently doesn't help you uh with your poor counts either
1: I don't you know I don't know what they're doing at that place like i it, maybe it's a good introduction to you know because I've, I've, I've we've all seen the commercials you know, yeah of the yeah' you know, come in' and we'll, it, it, I'm sure it gets you a good base but even six weeks of learning you know you just got to get in the industry for anybody yeah. who's thinking about getting their foot in the door you know starting at a restaurant works for sure but you know just get your it's it's that muscle memory kind of thing where mm-hmm. you just gotta get the rhythm and flow and every bar has a different one and your fundamentals, your basics, you know, get your pours down, get your, you know, your, your standard five drinks, yeah. you know, you know, it's, it doesn't, it's not difficult to learn what's in like a, a whiskey and Coke. You know, it's Yeah. It's kind of right there in the title. So, but you know, get your drink making and and uh, be, be ready to learn. I wouldn't say it's the best. Also another good advice is like, if you're going to go into a place, just, you know, just take everything in, be willing to learn be willing to take criticism. And that's how you're gonna get going. Yeah.
0: Especially at even if you've been doing it for a little while, if a place has their own way of doing things, you have to be open to yeah, adapting like, to that well, style.
1: Yeah, you'd be like, Oh, the last bar, they okay, man. Well I don't well, that, I don't yeah. know what to tell you, dude, but that's probably why you don't work there anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, for sure. And you know, with, with bartending and, and comedy is is a lot like that too. You kinda go into a a new scene or a new place and um and me kind of starting doing both bartending and comedy the same thing was a real way to you know, just kind of keep your head down and and pick up on things and learn a bit. And Austin was a great place to be, you know, working in such a high volume area of like right on six, like six and red river or Jacinto or Trinity or wherever that place was. Um, and, uh, speaking of, uh, I, I got a pretty funny story. This is not from like bartending. I was technically bartending downtown, but I was also, uh, Going back and forth to the Velveeta room, I'd run and do like an open mic set and I'd come back, you know, I'd ask my managers, which was really cool of them. They'd be like, Can I I was like, Can I duck out for like ten minutes? You know, and they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, cool. I'd really go down, tell some jokes, and um be able to like kind of bounce back and forth. But this um so this one of this uh very early times on I was um I was at this comedy show and I was doing I was doing jokes, and this uh lady, lady I don't wanna say lady comic, just another comic who was a female, I guess is the best way to say that. Uh she had invited me out for some reason. She decided to talk to me back. I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know, it's but before you know, dating apps, so you kind of had to just approach someone, you know, and yeah. public. I know, crazy, crazy sounding. It's because we don't do that anymore, I guess. And um, you know, because I'm thinking everyone's in the service industry, and you know, she's a comic, and so she's like, "Hey, you should come see me at work. I'm working tomorrow night. Come get a drink." I think I just turned like you know 22 or 23, and I'm still kind of new in the in the official drinking uh at bars places but um i'm excited you know she's like oh she's actually yeah having fun and wants me to come see her and so she's like yeah come work at this place and i'm like it sounds like an italian restaurant and i'm like oh, okay man like so i'm like we're gonna go late she's like yeah come around 11 and i'm like this is crazy like what italian place is open till 11 o'clock she's like no no they don't close till two and i'm like oh what kind of italian place so okay i was like i'm not gonna eat all day Cause I was I was like I'm gonna get some chicken Alfredo. I was pumped. I was like really excited. I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready for this, this food. I was excited. Um, so we pull up we pull up to this place. Me and my friends and um, we get in there and they're like oh there's you know twenty dollar cover. And I'm like this Italian restaurant must be so fancy. i like, I feel underdressed. I felt like I should have worn something a little nicer. Um, so it was Palazzo. <laughs> <laughs> <is>, uh, the <laughs> the is where I ended up <laughs> going to. <laughs> And so I'm like, you know, I I don't know what's going on with me, but I I don't think I picked up on it, even after we walked into <laughs> the, the main area. I'm like, this is my kind of Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is oh okay, like I can I can do this, like you know, man, it's gonna a breast and regular. Um, <laughs> and so I was, man, I was I was so I was, it was very confusing because was, I was I had a real jarring uh, you know realization there. Also, when I realized that I was starving, and I was not going to get any chicken alfredo. No. I, was, <laughs> I was like, maybe I should have eaten before this, because I feel like we're going to be drinking now. Yeah. I should have put in something heavy down, maybe like some chicken alfredo. Yeah. And I was like, I think I asked, I was like, so are, is there not like breadsticks or anything? Like, do, <laughs> do, they, do they bring bread to the table? It was the first trip club I've ever been to. And um, yeah, just in my frame of reference, I was always like bars, working at bars, restaurants and yeah. And, yeah, man, I was, uh, I, I'm was. i just saying I think you should put bread on the table at strip clubs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree. I you get, agree. You're drinking
1: anyway, right? Put a nice little mattress down. Yeah. Uh, and that was just that was one of the first just starting stories of when you work in this kind of industry, and you're, you know, it's just you got to be ready for anything. Yeah. Really. And
0: for those of you who uh, didn't catch that or don't know, that was a strip club.
1: It was. Oh, yeah. Plasio was a strip club. I don't know yeah. if I remember. I, well, you,
0: you did mention strip club, but just so people can understand that is a
1: strip club right so if you are going to palazio and you think it's an italian restaurant (laughs) it's not it's a strip club uh i do think they have a pretty good menu though so they do have good food but don't go i don't think you're gonna get the authentic italian experience if you're going for palazio or maybe not bring the family i think would be the best bet on that at least
0: did you end up hanging out with this chick
1: oh yeah yeah me and her became uh actually really good friends uh she was in the comedy scene and uh yeah, we we actually uh, got a real good friendship and a uh, fantastic lady, and I can't thank her enough for giving me my first oh shit moment really as an adult of <laughs> that's awesome realizing that you were way out of uh you you were in the you were in the deep end at that yeah. point you're like oh yeah and then you're like oh you've been to strip clubs before and you had to be like yeah a thousand of them okay wait that doesn't sound any better <laughs> 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 I don't know if that was the brag I thought it was gonna be <laughs> that's
0: great man. Wow, I you know what? If I had ever been in that situation, I probably would have felt exactly the same way you did.
1: I mean, you know, you just, just it's like titty, titty, <laughs> titty, and he's just like, what's going on like? And then I I just still not realize that you weren't at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah,
0: because you got a thigh and a breast right there, you're right, you, know? you know. Right
1: <laughs> there, you got soul food. It's ready to go. <laughs> either either I I didn't realize I'd been in restaurants, or I thought I'd been going to the wrong restaurants my entire life. Yeah. I'm like, these oh, this is what. Oh, this is with the adult restaurants. This is what I've been going to the ones with my yeah. family growing up. But the, oh, this is the ones that you know. That's why they call it a gentleman's club. I guess it's, you got to you know, grow up and learn your manners first.
0: I haven't been to one in a long time.
1: It's it's been a while to say. Actually, the one I, I will be going to one this year. Uh, the this fantasy football league I'm in, which is uh, with a group of people I know, all from downtown uh, area. Can I say their names? Is that all right? They they won't care. No. Okay. It's John Cleaver, Keith Barron, just to name a few. Uh, but we're going to a strip club this August because our punishment for a fantasy football uh, league is that someone is going to have to get on stage and do two dances at the strip club. And another one of our friends knows uh, the person around the place. So we are fully approved. We're going to be having okay. our draft at that strip club. And last place is... Well, the guy who, the guy who got last place is gonna get up there and do do a little some dances for us. Like
0: a Billy Bob varsity blues style, like he's gotta get up there with the stripper. No, no,
1: he's gonna be up there by himself. Oh, you know, man. which I don't know what that says about us. That that's what we want. We chose that punishment. So it's is that that's more true. for us? Or you know, it's yeah. Really discuss I, that on a different podcast. <laughs> you
0: know what? I I totally did not think of that at all.
1: Yeah, I I, I just have a
0: different a, view of you. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I have a different view of myself, which I was like, hell yeah, let's get him up there dancing. <laughs> I was like, wait, why am I so excited about that?
0: <laughs> I picked out his uniform. Yeah, I was like, Oh, I
1: already had one, his size and everything at the house. I'm like, what? I was like, What? what did you say? What did you say though?
0: <laughs> oh my. Does he have to wear a uniform?
1: Oh, well, I don't know if they call him uniforms. Whatever. <laughs> I think they might be outfits. I mean, you
0: know. <laughs> Sailor Moon, I don't know, or what yeah, you know. You know,
1: I he's gonna have to do the, the, the two dance protocol. So it's gonna be like, well, you know, start with something and then break it down to something a little smaller i think we haven't worked out the details but oh boy is it gonna be fun i'll be more than happy to come back on and let you guys know how it goes
0: definitely <laughs> yeah you should put them in a uh like a prison jumpsuit just make a whole thing out oh of it. yeah
1: you know really make really people
0: real uncomfortable there
1: you <laughs> really get get immersed in the culture i yeah, guess <laughs> definitely but like i say this, this tracks this, yeah. this is perfect exactly yeah.
0: you have a bunch of stories i know you do
1: oh yeah we could go for a while honestly
0: well you got one more you want to share?
1: Oh, let me try to think of one of the good ones. Well, just pretty two pretty quick ones, I guess, uh, which is, you know, if you ever worked downtown during Texas Relays in Austin, oh, man, what a time. What a time to be alive. They still do those here in Austin? I'm
0: sure or? they do. Um, I'm a little out of touch, but I, I'm sure they do.
1: It was, it was just because the streets are full mm-hmm. and because it's basically a bunch of uh, different schools, high schools coming to town, um, and they they all convene for the weekend and they hit Sixth street and none of them were 21, you know? So I do think I'm thinking I'm uh, like bar manager over at pure and I'm, you know, beginning of the shift meeting, kind of getting all the door guys together and like, look, here's, here's what's going to happen. And you've got to be on, on it today because these people are going to be trying to get in the club. Yeah. And these kids are going to be um, doing whatever it takes. And I think around like midnight uh, and the, the street's just full. This is crowded, you know, teenagers, High schoolers, youths, and uh, guns—gunshots start going off. Boom! I want to say close to just right outside where Pure was. And man, I, if you have ever seen that many people, which is, is a reasonable thing, you know, gunshots are going off right next to you. Start running. I'm almost positive that they uh, were doing it to the, the kids were getting it, doing it to rush the clubs to get into mm. like um, like all the bars and stuff. So we had like you know I was like hey, if something like this happens. So we're trying to close the doors and we end up having like you know 40 50 people coming in off the street just boom just hitting hitting our door and going right through and like i said it's about midnight and i'm trying to shut the door and this one person's yelling at me she's like they're stabbing people out here and i was like what, what is, is it, it a gun knife because that didn't sound like a that didn't sound like a knife i think it was gonna think it was a gun <laughs> and uh it was like i want to say a friday or saturday night we had to shut the bar down like because we just had like 40 teenagers run into the bar yeah. and we had to like turn all the lights on and we had like everyone had to leave you know the club which is crazy if you've ever seen that place it's it's three stories you know you yeah. got you got you got let me see four wells three wells three wells so you got 10 wells you know in that whole place and um oh that one in the middle so you got 11 and that whole place was capacity it's you know on the weekend midnight and people rushed in there's nothing else you can do you can't walk everybody and try to start checking ids at that point yeah and all your bartenders, they're in danger now from either, you know, TABC or, you know, they start serving minors. You can't be like, oh, we'll just, I guess, hope that you don't get, you know, just take a, an eyeball, give them an eyeball of them, you know, give them an ocular pat down, see if you can figure out if they're <laughs> under 21. But I've never seen anything like it where we had to, you know, DJ's off, lights are on. Sorry, buddy, we got to go. And then you're lining it. And then you have tabs. up. we had all these tabs open too. And so you're. You know, you're like, and it's. I wish it was a day of like Venmo or where there's that one other app where you can just kind of close out when you leave now. Um, Square?
0: Square. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: It's. Uh, I, I used to have it. I'll I'll think about. It. I'll send you a link. A PayPal, can, Cash App, something thought, like that. Yeah. But it's like you log into the bar that you're at, and you can start your own tab. You can like pay for it after you leave. Oh, toast. Yeah, kind of. But if you're like a patron, you can do it. So you don't have to like go to the bartender to close out anymore. Uh, once again, yeah. I'm
0: I mean, uh, I mean, toast does that, but you know who has that? Um, I know what you are talking about. Um, Yard House has that, I think.
1: Yard House, okay, yeah, House. which is super convenient. I like it, but also like as a bartender, kind of having that one on one right before they close out again, being oh, yeah. like, "You see me one last time." You know, I took care of you. That kind of feel like helps the tip a little bit mm-hmm. more when, yeah, as opposed to being like on oh, the way home, like about twenty percent, you know. But but yeah, so we had to everybody had to leave, but then at the same time we were, it was a nightmare because we we're just like, okay, if you have a tab. Line back up, and we can check your ID again. You get back into the bar, but trying to fill it back up again at midnight after the chaos is like twelve thirty, and it's like two o'clock fast approaching. Yeah, and it's like, all right, first in line. If you have a tab, so you can come in and close it, and then if you want, we can get music going again. But you know, it's like twelve thirty, and that first guy walks in, and he's just jamming <laughs> on his own. You know, twelve forty-five as we're slowly letting people trick in, trickle in, and it's just a it's a wild thing to to see on the fly of just. You know, because even those guys' kids will be kids. Yeah, you know, feels so old. So many things have been like, oh, old man stuff. But <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's uh once he got in the bar, I guess they're like, I'm in. Like I did it, and I'm yeah, in. Like yeah. I, I won. It's like it's like their own January 6th, I guess they're like, yeah, they got inside, and they're like, oh, okay, we're inside. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Like <laughs> I'm here. It's cool. Um, I guess I, I we'll we'll use that one to wrap it up. But that was just one of the many crazy things going on up here and Sixth Street and all little times so we'll just have to get like a, a a panel of like 10 year ago six street bartenders and just kind of sit oh, yeah. down and work through some of the nonsense that used to go around there
0: that'll be uh that'll be a two-hour special yeah we'll, we'll do, do that one
1: we'll talk <laughs> here, here we go to qua back in the day remember that place No, you remember that they had the no. shark tank and the dance floor i remember but i didn't go you never know went no i always thought it would be like they need to make an action movie here where it's got you got like one bullet left oh yeah yeah yeah. All the bad guys are like standing over the shark tank and you're like oh you got one bullet what are you gonna do and he's just shoot the shark tank they all fall in yeah other than that that's why i wanted to bring that up
0: (laughs) do you remember the movie um a low down dirty shame yes keenan ivory i feel like that could have been in that movie that would be perfect for that that
1: movie just right at the end you know the mob boss that's where he works kind of a thing yeah exactly perfect beautiful excellent so we're saying more shark tank dance floors in bars is what we're gonna end on i think
0: you hear that people (laughs) more of that Nav, thank you so much for being here, man, and I hope you do come back and share some more with us.
1: Oh, for sure, man. I, I love being on here. Can I plug a couple things? Absolutely. Bring it out of here? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to plug my friend's bar, uh, Chance Royce, who works over at Seven Spirits. I want to plug that bar. A friend of mine I used to do comedy with for years, almost 10 years, uh, owns that place, David James, good dude. So go check out Seven Spirits. It's right there on uh, East 6th over by right where you work, right? So what street is that that's right there i don't know that
0: that's onion street i want o- to get it right onion street okay so it's seven onion spirits street.
1: on onion street and at mike the Nav, my instagram check me out on that uh any comedy shows coming up and yeah just thanks for having me on man this is awesome absolutely uh, so brought up some real real skeletons in my closet thinking about stories for this week
0: <laughs> hopefully you sleep well tonight sir
1: oh i'm sure i've got them all out now this is like therapy for me so it's perfect <laughs> thanks again man i really, really appreciate it
0: absolutely man. cheers